Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly about education without having to lose our jobs. So we're going to be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast. I'd like to do a big shout-out to all of our supporters over at Patreon. That's right, we have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, you can get access to over 100 exclusive episodes, interviews with the host, Facebook groups, all kinds of things. So you should sign up and do it now because not only do you get all those cool audio benefits, you get your name right at the beginning. A big thank you to William P., Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P., Ekebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie X., Tess- Texas Teacher Kristen, James Nally J., Samantha D., Lisa C., Rachel, Jan Genie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K., Jessica A., Swiffle Lab Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Christina B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Johanna H, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. Thank you guys so much! Also, if you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, send them to Lud Lamb Dramatics. They're one of the beautiful companies that sponsor us. They specialize in creating educational theater resources for the classroom. So if you are a theater teacher or you're being forced to do a school play, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics and they will hook you up. All right, folks, this is episode number 201. We recorded this right after we finished recording our uh, 200th episode and we're kind of fucked up. We were stoned, we were drunk, it's a little silly, there's a little bit of rambling, but I feel it's still a pretty entertaining episode. Next week we're recording at a teacher conference, and the weekend after that is my birthday weekend, so we're probably going to be silly and hopefully in a good mood for a little while longer. I hope you guys are doing alright. Alright, my friends, cheers! Balls. Balls, balls. Balls, balls. Balls, balls. All right, friends, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink. I'm Elvis, your host. Welcome to episode number 201. And to my right, I have Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. And across from me, I have Mr. Count Chocolate. One, zero, one. (laughs) In binary code, two, zero, one. There we go. And also next to me, I have Miss Evie Kavanaugh. It's Carnahan. Carnahan. Anyway, welcome to the podcast, Evie. I'm so glad you're here. Thanks. I don't speak nerd, so I don't know what Count just said, but... We'll delete it, probably. No, I'm like, I'll keep all this in. It'll be beautiful. So, my friends, welcome to joining us. Welcome to joining us. Yeah, this is our second episode. We just recorded the 200th. I was like, hey, what if we record our 201st one and we could take a weekend off? And we're already, like, the bottle of champagne's been popped for episode two. Yeah, so here we go. This is going to be a treat. We're going to go ahead and start with an article. This episode's probably going to be a little shorter than normal because, you know, we're recording this right after 200, and I think there's a football game or something that's going to be on pretty soon. So, my friends, here is our article today, and it's really short. It's just, kids, keep the desk. And this is from Reddit user Bookworm102. It says, my kids keep pretending to have sex with their desks or in the air. How would you react to this? I've currently been mostly ignoring it and telling them to sit down. So, my friends, when you have your kids, or middle school, I assume middle schoolers. I really see middle school boys doing this. And middle school girls, too. But middle schoolers in general. Um, 
Wait, does it mean that they're having sex with the desks in the air, or they're having sex with the desk? I think it's and the air. I envision no, like a kid putting his hands on the desk and pretending to like get air it from behind yeah, and be yeah, like, yeah, 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 and like even slapping but the desk. In addition to yeah, air sex, or in addition to desk in the air. Sex? The thing is, when you say air sex, I just see like Vanilla Ice like pointing That's to his crotch and just be like, Xbox the generation, yeah, just X, like, yeah, yeah, doing that. Yeah, that's kind of what I see. I mean, I was told that earlier today. Huh. I don't see anyone Wait, like what? making out and like fucking oh, an invisible that. woman. That was me. I did that earlier. You did the suck hands. I did that earlier to count uh. because I was like, eat a dick, <laughs> and it was a really good one too. <laughs> anyway, and that's why we have Evie here. Moving on. No, I'm not moving on. <laughs> Listeners, so Bunny, Cal looks so defeated right now. Uh, he's been getting this all day. He brought it up. I'm just saying. <laughs> so it Cal. Was they send the kid to your office. They're like, he needs counseling. He's humping the desk. He's moaning. What conversation are you going to have with this kid? The funny, the funny thing is if, if, if a student get re- gets referred to me for a situation as such, Ew, babe. I get to have as much of a conversation as necessary based on the referral from staff member. <laughs> so if Miss Susie sends little Billy down That's my office. That's not her real name. For stroking the desk in the air, well, I get to go all the way back to the fundamentals of sex and intercourse and why this is appropriate or inappropriate and what is deemed, quote-unquote, the norm. However, what is seemed acceptable in this middle school age? And honestly, the immaturity, I'm petty. Elvis, you know this. (laughs) I will meet immaturity at the doorstep and respond with an enhanced level of immaturity. So with that being the case, yeah, you're humping desks in the air, and guess what? I'm, I'm stroking in the air as well. <laughs> you're going to say our conversation. Wait, what? No, we're not stroking. We're stroking. <laughs> All right. So if you're me, I'm if you're, confused. This sounds horrifying. If you're humping desks in the air, then we're going to talk about why you feel like that's appropriate and what that actually means and how that would have an effect on your classmates and the course instructor as well. Is that more professional? Yes, that makes a lot more Since sense. Since I can't meet because, immaturity at the doorstep. No, but before, that was really hard. Like, I was just like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. <clears throat> Should we treat it like we do when kids are using stupid words? So if we start saying yeet, they're going to stop saying yeet. <laughs> so you see the kid humping a desk, and you go to your desk and just dumb, like, no, kid. No, like, lick your no, hands, slap the bottom of the desk, and start like, okay. that's that's right. Right. Is going no. to offend a whole lot of I'm going to go on record as saying absolutely no under no circumstances do we do that at all. I don't lick my hands and get the Elvis, other side. It's been done. Listen. I've smacked many a drawer. Okay, listen. Both of y'all, listen. Men need to be stopped. (laughs) Why are y'all like this, though? Both of y'all. Like, just, like, pushing, pushing. Same Same question, Bunny. Thank you. Thank you, Bunny. Okay. Thank you, Bunny. Stand up to the patriarchy like we talked about in episode 200. Uh, So, Bunny, how are you going to deal with the kid? My little sheltered self is probably going to <laughs> grit my teeth to keep from going gross <laughs> um, and I'm probably going to do my best to keep a straight face and look at them and go why is that funny totally fucking what, what is that and then if they have the chutzpah to actually explain it to me I will send oh, them to the, the office for being uh, inappropriate sexually inappropriate in class and if they don't want to explain it to me I'll say okay if you don't you know, if you don't feel like it's something that you can talk about in class, you don't need to do it in class. There you go. Perfect. It's okay. Perfect. For, no, yes. no, okay. So y'all know Saint Bunny 
<laughs> Saint Bunny is going to give you oh, the logical response. And as a school counselor, I support Saint Bunny one hundred percent. Ignore what I said previously. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm I'm the shamed one if I'm still going to be up there like one upping the kid with the desk. So, <laughs> well, that's only that available on my OnlyFans. You probably should not <laughs> maybe. Be school. Yeah. That's why I work with kids who don't do that. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. I mean, I feel like anytime a kid, so I, I feel like kids and working at high school, so I've work, I worked at elementary, junior high, and high school, and I feel like working at those different levels has shown me that these kids have a tendency to push boundaries, like anyone, right? Mm-hmm. Like any child, like any human. And as they get older, they push boundaries in a sexual way, because that's the thing that's a the front of their mind. And so I've had kids come into the library and ask me if I have a hentai, for instance. Oh. And it's funny to me because they assume that I am 900 years old and I don't know what hentai is. <laughs> and so instead of allowing them to make that joke and making it a thing and making it uncomfortable, I push back, right? Because I'm, I'm educated. I'm an adult, right? I can create a space where... I can call that out as not okay, but also, like, clown the fuck out of that kid. (laughs) Right? So, like, this kid comes in, he asks me about hentai, I clown the fuck out of him, embarrass him in in front of all his friends, and he never does it again, but he also becomes my guy. Like, he's one of my kids now. Mm -hmm. He comes to my library, he respects me because I push back. So I feel like when it comes to... Especially now, I'm not going to speak to elementary because my child is, my personal child is seven, almost seven. And I feel very differently about what I want him exposed to sexually versus what I want, like, my high schoolers exposed to. But if you treat them as human beings, call them out, question what they're saying, like what you said, like, mm-hmm. ask, well, what do you mean by that? Like, that's important. Mm-hmm. Then they will either rise to that occasion or they'll learn something from that in the form of embarrassment. And I feel like that's perfectly reasonable. Like, don't fucking challenge someone. Because for me, it was like, I'm a, I'm a female, right? And there's these, this group of boys asking me about hentai in an, in an effort to, like, overpower or embarrass me, right? Mm-hmm. And so I had the wherewithal to respond to that in a way that was, like, constructive and teachable. Whereas a lot of people wouldn't necessarily, right? So, yeah. like, I think it's important to think about those moments as teachable moments. Now, humping a desk, I don't know. <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> oh, I think that's been said so eloquently. I can't add anything to that, so I'm going to pull up one more article. This one comes... <laughs> Both of you, stop it. You invited me! <laughs> Technically, you invited them. I was the one who did there it is. all. It was my I fault. That's the only one I like at this point, actually. Mm-hmm. Bunny's amazing. Yeah, Bunny's the best. really sweet to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, this comes from the Reddits. It's user It's Love 29 and it's titled Pick Me. It says, I'll probably get downloaded for this, but I want to say that there is absolutely nothing wrong with teaching. I know positive stories are illegal, and I'm on hold with my lawyer awaiting trial for having a good day, but I just want to share some sunshine. My small private religious school in Atherton, California, has allowed us to use our Gene Coupons book four times this year instead of the usual one. Major win! Oh my goodness. And we will also be receiving a pay cut and a salary step freeze. I'm so glad about that because I think teachers that care about money are selfish. My partner makes $767,000 a year, and I don't think we're any more happy than the average working single father of five. 
Teachers make too much anyway, and that money should go to school choice programs. But it isn't all good news, unfortunately. My class sizes have exploded this year. I have 16 students now. I know, huge <laughs> compared to what I normally have. But thank goodness there are no students with IEPs, 504s, BIPs, LEPs, or anything. So it's going to be a little difficult, but complaining isn't going to make it any better. After all, if we just keep our head down and avoid talking about any of the issues teachers and educators face, you'll never notice there's a problem. I also spent 5000 of my own money to furnish my classroom. The state offered us money, but I turned it down because handouts are part of the problem, except in using public money to find, fund private vouchers and charter school businesses. And I wouldn't feel right keeping all of my salary to myself. After all, the families are our customers, and we can't expect people to invest in their own kids. So let's remove any hint of responsibility from them and carry the weight of educating them all on our own dime. I couldn't imagine quitting this job. If you feel the need to quit, shame on you. I hope you get sued by the parents in the school and never get a job anywhere. In fact, my private school union, we worked to get teacher salaries lowered to five, that money back to the, I don't understand, has started a new initiative to create a national registry of teachers that quit or were non-renewed so they never get a job in any other industry for what they did as a failed teacher. Ooh, I gotta say they had me in the uh, beginning. I was yeah. gonna say it's that mm-hmm. meme about they had me in the first half. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. And, was, and then I was like, oh, and I was like, oh this is clearly it's satire. Time worse. Oh man. I literally require this to be said. Satire has a spot, right? But I also think it's important that we speak truth to power. And I wish people would just stand up and say what they mean. Sometimes, like the satire's cute. Like I follow teacher misery. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like it's funny. Like, we all want to complain about kids. We all want to complain about our jobs because they are garbage and is a hellscape, and I get it. But I think that it makes sense for us to stop joking about it. Like, it's not funny anymore to me. It's kind of like when Idiocracy came out. Like, this is too close to reality right. to be Right, and Idiocracy is hilarious. But watching Idiocracy, have you watched it recently? Oh, I watched it a couple days ago. Right. Yeah. So, like, if you've watched Idiocracy since the pandemic... Mm-hmm. It's a different movie. It hits different. It hits very different. And I and I hate to use that as, like, the bastion of, like, you know, like, social awareness in media. But <laughs> it does make sense, right, that, like, it is quite possibly the worst timeline, right? So I don't know. I have feelings about that. I, I think it makes sense to speak out and say what you mean and say what you think because so many people aren't. Mm-hmm. And I, I also feel like the death of intellectualism is happening in a lot of arenas. And oh, we have to be careful on how we use satire. Because satire sometimes is taken as fact. And reported as fact. And reported as fact. Mm-hmm. And so and we have to be really Facebook. care Right. And yeah. we have to be really careful about how we disseminate information now. Because it is not necessarily a critical thinking experience in the world at large at this moment. When you say that, it reminds me of... I think it was five years ago, I read a statement released by The Onion, which we know is completely satire, Mm -hmm. but their headlines could be almost true. Yeah. And they had to start moving their logo up and making it a watermark because people would crop it and post it and so many hundreds of thousands would accept (laughs) it as truth when it was really just a satire based on what's happening in current events. It's really sad that that's where we are. But we are very much there. And I feel like we talk about, we talked earlier in the 200th episode 
that there is a um, campaign of misinformation that's happening surrounding queer people. And again, it's like, I, I may have said this already, but like propaganda will propaganda like as long as you allow it to do so that's what it do it do, that's what it does and, and propaganda has been around since the beginning of time we're constantly trying to convince people of the way that we think things should be and it genuinely most of the time doesn't take into account actual human experience but more like dogma and expectations and things like that so I don't know this is more of the same for me yeah I hear that. Sorry. I'm getting like, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm we're at that point of the alcohol yeah. stage where it got serious. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm always pretty serious. You get there though. Yeah. I'm weird. We accept you. You're allowed uh, to I, exist. Yeah. Evie is also like very neurodivergent and gets really strange. Most <laughs> of the time, so I support your neurodivergence. Like, just let me be who I am. I'm weird. All right. Well, hey guys, guess what? <laughs> what? <laughs> we have a Patreon. No yeah. way. That's right. For as little as $5 a month, you can sign up through our Patreon. You can do it through the website Patreon or support Teacher Needs Drink Podcast through Spotify. And you can hear all kinds of extra bonus content. There's unedited episodes, about another hundred exclusive ones we made. It's all kinds of stuff. So That's sign up yes. and do it now because it's sexy. Do it. Woo-hoo! Yeah. yeah. Be sexy, guys. Oh, uh, uh. Slap that desk. Oh, no. <laughs> don't, don't slap the desk. <laughs> yeah. All right, Bunny, do you have a would you rather for us? I do. Would you rather, okay, I'm doing this in light of the hellacious summer that we just experienced here in Texas. Um, would you rather live the rest of your life with no air conditioning or, or no deodorant? Oh, so easy. I want air conditioning. I want. I don't care if I smell, but Fuck I don't. I, I need I, living <laughs> in Texas as long as I have. I was born in Alaska. I like cold temperatures. I, I cannot live or sleep or be happy. Yeah, I'll, it's always going to be whole time. Um, I yeah, I'm not going to live. I don't care about deodorant. I'll eat cleaner. I mean, I don't know. I'll find partners who don't mind my funk. The thing is, deodorant's a pretty recent invention. Humanity has been moving forward without it for a long time. But air conditioning, I got to have that because the ground planet's getting warmer. So yeah. well, because that, that's your health too, right? Mm-hmm. Like having deodorant on is for everybody. Everybody else. I love the way I smell. My baby loves the way, my, the way I smell. <laughs> okay, he's making a face, so maybe not so much as always. But like, yeah. No, I love the way you smell. Don't be weird. I forgot what I was saying. Deodorant. No deodorant. Oh, or what was the other one? No air conditioning or no deodorant. Oh yeah, but air conditioning, like that's a health issue, right? Yeah, like you would if die it's there. 110 in Texas, and I grew up in Houston, Ew. and the humidity was so garbage, even in the 90s, like. I would have died without air conditioning. And I, by the way, I had no air conditioning last summer. Do you I remember? remember, yeah, I visited yeah. you briefly. Yes, it was like four days where my, my air conditioner was like garbage and I had to replace it. Guess, guess how much it costs, listeners? How Are much? you ready for this? Too much. $14,000. Yeah, I had to redo hell mine. And out was, of pocket, y'all. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I'd do 17000 Yeah. But my AC is amazing. It's like, hey, you want to know why I have no savings? There's the reason. And the only reason I had savings in the beginning, well, that's a whole long story. But <laughs> That's for another <laughs> This podcast. bitch ain't never had no money. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Count. Am I wrong? <laughs> Count, are you doing deodorant or no air conditioning? No deodorant or no air conditioning? I, I talked about this earlier with the lovely Bunny O'Hare. <laughs> 
And I'll be honest, at this point, I still say no deodorant. Really? Yeah. Because climate control. Ah, so being from the Midwest, there were multiple months out of the year that we didn't worry about AC. (coughs) And even toward the spring semester of the school year, there were really days when we were not permitted, but like when we were not allowed to wear shorts. Body odor wasn't a thing. So I have a two-part answer. Okay. So if I'm living up north, no AC, I'm living. If I'm in the south, hey, fuck that. <laughs> Give us the AC. Mm-hmm. Because let me cool some of y'all hot motherfuckers off. Mm-hmm. When we do, at least where I was in northern Texas, we do 17 straight days of 105 plus. Nah, fam. Somebody got to cool me off. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, my ass is going to be parked in a McDonald's or a Starbucks. For possibly 16 hours out of the day. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm taking I AC. I got a twofold answer. It is what it is. No matter where I live. Because if yeah. I'm up north where it's cold, I got like three parkas covering up my armpits. And so, you know, I'm not too worried about it. I'm yeah. just not. Bunny, what about you? Uh, bye-bye deodorant. Because yeah. uh, it it is way too... It was ungodly hot and sweaty. Like, how many weeks did we go where the high temperature was multiple. over no. multiple over weeks. 105 mm-hmm. every day? Like, for yeah, our Celsius f- listeners, like, I want to say it was like 42 or 43 degrees. It was something ungodly mm-hmm. and unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are ways around the deodorant thing. Like, if you take a bar of just plain bar soap and hit the pits, like, that will help it. Like, there's ways around it. Um, <laughs> I cannot sleep when it is Mm-mm. when I'm sweaty Mm-mm. from just existing. Um, yeah, bye-bye deodorant. Sorry about y'all. Yeah, I... People down here like, oh, man, you should go camping. like, no, I don't like camping in the south. I'll go up north, I'll go up east, but there's only like a month or two in Texas where I'm willing to go camping because mm-hmm. I cannot sleep if it's 100 degrees or 105 and I'm just all sweaty in a tent. Absolutely Ugh. not. All right. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. All right, friends. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I thank all my hosts who joined me today. Miss Bunny O'Hare, I'm so glad you were here. It was a pleasure as always. And Count, I'm so glad you were here. Chocolate is the gift of love for yourself. So glad I was here for 201. (laughs) Me too. And Miss Evie, I'm glad you were here too. I am sorry that I talk so much. but Oh, stop. Also, I'm not sorry at all. Good. Listeners. (laughs) (laughs) all right friends everyone out there i love it take care of yourselves remember therapy is covered by most educator insurance look into it or use better help i suggest them all and everyone out there um deep breaths deep drinks cheers All right, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I thank all of my hosts who celebrated with me today, Miss Evie, Count Chocolate, and of course, the wonderful Bunny O'Hare. You could also hear Evie's partner in the background, as well as my sweet daughter. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Feel free to sign up for our Patreon. It's only $5 a month, and you can do it through Spotify to get access to over 100 exclusive episodes. Also, if you could help support our sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, sign up for Ludlam Dramatics right now. All right, folks, I hope you're having a decent year and keep breathing, my friends. Keep breathing. Love y'all.